This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise. Surprise to me, they've been in business for over 55 years, serving not one, not two, not three, four, Lex and Dawn, four generations of happy customers. And now I'm one of them. They were named best of the best for Mercedes for 2018 and 2019. I mean, it is really where, as they say, quality meets affordability. The selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want. So if you're going to get a car, Don or Lex, Sears Imported Autos, where are they again, Lex? Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. And when you walk into Sears Imported Autos, make sure you say you heard about them from Jace. It is National Plan for Vacation Day, or if you're my husband, it's Tuesday. January 26, 2021. Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk about seven. Uh-huh. Where we're going to go. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Thank you so much for being here. We greatly appreciate it. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We have a fun 8 o'clock ahead. We're going to uh, read some sticks here. We have Jeremy and Annie standing by, plus the Dirt Alert, and uh, much more. So stay right there. And let's get started. Let's not waste a moment. Can I read your stick? Time once again for Jason and Alexis, well, mostly Alexis, to read your stick. Can I read your stick? You can read it if you like. And she would like to. Me. Yeah, you know the story. Okay, stick assistant Dawn. Yes. Will you please identify our first stick person? Well, he's very excited to be on the show. I think he's tried to call before and didn't get through by his reaction. His name's Jeremy. Good Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jeremy. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great today. Nice weather outside, so I can't complain. I work outside, so. Oh, perfect. Nice. Do you you don't mind me asking, Jeremy, what do you do outside? I deliver lumber for homes and remodels and all that kind of stuff throughout the night. Now, see, are you hiring? Are you hiring? <laughs> no, Kenny. Uh, Kenny, you Kenny, you're not us. leaving. You're not leaving, Kenny. He's but always using another guy with good humor. 
That's right. But mm-hmm. see, kids, uh, now that's work. What Jeremy does, now that's hard work right there. This nonsense, this is uh, playtime here. That, Jeremy, I respect you, my friend. That's hard work. Thanks okay. for bringing the wood, Jeremy. McLean taking us home, flat cheese. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Jeremy, would you like Alexis to concentrate on your personal or professional life? Personal, please. Okay, here we go. Ah. Jeremy, that sound you hear in the background is the sound of Alexis shaking her box. Soon, a stick shall rise from that box, and that stick is yours, complete with a lucky stick number. Alexis, take it over. Jeremy. Ooh, a lot of syllables, a lot of syllables. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, your stick is 25. 25. 25. 25. The year B. Arthur was born, 1925. (laughs) This is a personal reading. Here's what the ancient text says. The days of hardship and danger are gone. Oh. Oh. Plans revived will work well and prosper. A broad mind works out effective schemes. Talent seen by your patrons will will earn its reward. Okay. Ah, okay. So this describes the scene of an old well being replenished with spring water. Wow. <laughs> this is great. This is good water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it will bring your your plans to fulfillment. Your grievances okay. will finally be answered, diseases cured, and a time of happiness begins. <gasps> Jeremy. A lot wow. of that really, really makes sense. Are you looking oh. for a new sweet honey? No, I... A couple of years ago, I rekindled after 26 years with my college girlfriend, and we've had a rough last year, and we're on the right path now. We've worked out everything out, and and there's been some some issues that have come in the way, and actually those issues are clearing themselves up as we speak. So, Well, that's oh. fantastic. Just Lex, you might actually yeah. know what you're doing. Look at that. Look. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. But I, I can't afford Kenny's price, though. Oh, oh, I know he's going to try and charge me a lot. Believe it or not, Jeremy, I am a marriage counselor uh, because I've been married 80 years. And uh, based on experience, uh, the best thing you could possibly do, uh, the dishes. Just do the dishes. Just shut up and I, I do the dishes. Do, yep. Okay. All right. Well, then everything will be okay. All right. All Jeremy, right. thank you, my friend. Good luck to you, Jeremy. You too. Thank you so much, everybody, for everything you do. Thank you, Jeremy. What a good guy. What a good guy. Again, that's work. I mean, he hauls wood, for heaven's sake. I ain't doing that. And then he goes home and does the dishes. I mean, that's a That's a hardworking man right there. I love that. Okay, Mystic Stick Assistant Dawn, will you please identify our next stick person? Our next stick person is Annie. Good morning, Annie. Good morning. Annie, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Uh, Annie, where are you phoning in from today? I am currently located in Shakopee. Shakopee. Beautiful. I'm, I'm in your neck of the woods, right up the road there. Nice. Yep. Uh, Annie, would you like Alexis to concentrate on your personal or professional life? I think personal would be best. Personal. Okay, here we go. Once again, that sound you hear is Alexis shaking her box. A stick will rise from that box momentarily, and that is your stick, commanded by the universe. And it comes. I've been complete. waiting a long time for my stick. I'm very excited. 
Ooh. And it comes complete with your own stick number. Go ahead, Don or Lex. All right. <laughs> Whatever yeah. your name is. Yeah. <laughs> Annie. Ooh. Annie, your stick is 14. 14. Let's see here what it 14. says about your personal life. Okay, the fairy crane escapes from its cage so it can fly wherever no corner of heaven is brought from your flight, even to paradise or as far as the bees. Huh. Okay. Ah, okay, so in this scene, a fairy crane escapes from its cage, so all things will turn out to be lucky. Ooh. Everything is laid out for you. You may choose where you go as you please. There's no danger today. Relax, take your time, never grumble. And it says it will protect you. And there's great promise for business tell me more oh, about okay. this homosexual bird you're referring to what is this what is this bird you keep referring to a fairy crane okay we love those it's we have a few of them in, in our at headquarters in, in uh, golden valley yes this is good two good ones in annie another good yeah, one yeah if you're feeling yeah yeah stuck. i, I, I went on one with my boss this week so hopefully that means that's gonna go well yes uh, yeah, if you're feeling stuck or if maybe you've had some ideas of just kind of doing something out of the norm, do it. Time to go for it. Yeah. Time to go for it. And unfortunately, it's time to pay. Uh, Kenny has the register <laughs> out. Uh, since this is a good a good uh, uh, reading, we unfortunately do have to pay you because the other guy hung up before we could get his credit card information. But, <laughs> but Annie, Jeremy, Annie you, you are here on a good day. Uh, today, you are going to get the Don McClain flat cheese special. <laughs> and uh, here it is. It's five, five. Five glorious easy payments of one ninety nine ninety nine, oh, and that's boy. yes. Hang up now, Annie. We accept Visa, <laughs> Mastercard. Kenny takes Diners Club as well. Very few people take or, Diners Club. Or uh, you can pay. You can also pay us in weed. That'd be fun. <laughs> We take weed now, Annie. Yes, yes. We'll take brownies, Annie. We'll take we'll take brownies. The devil's lettuce. Pay us. That's right. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Annie. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks, Annie. Okay. You know what happens now. Let's read the fortune of our hooved, hairy, horned. Hose beast of a leader, mm. our direct supervisor, the dark lord of radio, <sighs> the creature from the black lagoon in our lives, <laughs> the wow, clown that lives in the sewer of our imagination, B. Arthur. Oh, oh, right, right. We're, we're doing a general reading. Oh, just general. Okay. General reading. We do have a meeting today, so I'm kind of. Don't remind <laughs> me. Stick, right? Don't remind me. All right, here we go. E. Arthur. If you're new to our show, she's our boss and we don't like her. Go ahead. <laughs> her stick is 56. 56. 56. Her age five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> On a, Here's what the ancient text says. Oh, On God, a rocky stream runs bumbling and shallow water. 
Is that us? <laughs> Is that in our meeting today? Okay. Yeah. Does the men of state enjoy the breeze and silvery moonlight, but you are not that Ooh. Seek out the way your destiny. The in sight of flowers should be no distraction. Put okay. all your energies on your project, but oh. achieves nothing. No matter how hard you try. Oh, that is the oh, meeting with that's us. us. Oh, that's, that's our meeting. Typical. No matter how hard she tries, we will only listen to her for seven to eight days. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will return to all of our bad habits. <laughs> Going back to saying, we'll be back after this break. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because we're awesome. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Uh, yeah, oh. it looks like it describes a scene of someone sailing in a rapid stream. <laughs> and it takes That's... a lot of effort to get what you want. <laughs> stream of what? Uh, Consciousness. Well, dealing... mm. Yeah. Wow. So basically, no matter how much she rows the boat, she won't get anywhere. <laughs> She'll, just be at, She'll still be at the dock. Yeah. Yep. It also okay. says to repair her ancestral tomb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Kenny? That's her sleeping Kenny, place. It's her coffin. I was thinking, okay. Yeah. We're, we're just not going to. Yeah. Oh, what did it say? Right. Repair your ancestral tomb? Tomb. Yeah. Mm, now, it yeah. says now's the time for the sake of your safety. Oh. <laughs> and repair your ancestral tomb. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so many things to say. But alas. <laughs> That gong means we're out of time, and that is it for today's readings. Uh, Lex has put away her magic stick box, and uh, we'll only pull it out next Tuesday. Uh, it is 8.16 when we return the biggest entertainment stories of the day, because that's all we do, and we do it well. Elizabeth Reese has it in the Dirt Alert when we return. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to Factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at Factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Virtual Smile Consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at hughes-dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche. Change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes-Dental.com. And don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. She's my regular dentist. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We're delighted you're here. Sit back, relax, and let Elizabeth Reese wash over you with the biggest entertainment headlines of the day. All three of them in the Dirt Alert. Hello, Elizabeth. That's exactly how it feels. And I have to tell you what's happening, you guys. I love that you what? say all three of them because I have three devices that I that I utilize here for this Dirt Alert. I have a giant Mac computer, an iPad, and a phone, and they're all, like, shutting down. I was like, so there's two headlines, and then none of my machines are working. It is oh. Very well, I can fill in the gap oh, if you need me oh, to. Oh, I've got you, some. I, the, got, fo- okay. the, the phone is um, is handling it well, but it's just everything's very slow. It's very strange to me. So that's what's happening. Um, it's so slow that we're talking about Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas' split and how they still talk several times a day post-split, which did kind of get me thinking. Like in previous relationships, I mean, haven't you had that time where you've broken up, you're still talking regularly, and then you have to have a hard line and says, we're done. Like, I can't speak to you anymore. Yeah, what was that trend? Yeah, absolutely. But there's a trend now with millennials oh, where yeah. there's that transition period. What do they do? Yeah. Elizabeth, you were on vacation, and this is uh, this is one of those that I would have loved to have included you because Lex is right. Um, I almost said who. I respect people's privacy, Jace. Not everyone has a radio show. Um, there is somebody in my life who is a millennial on the uh, early 20s okay. and recently broke up with uh, his girlfriend. And she's um, I, I was talking to this person and they were like, well, we're um, she's requested a transition period. Oh, my gosh. No. And I mentioned I mentioned this to Colin, who, you know, Colin's 32. He has friends in that demo. And he said, oh, yeah, uh, my friend blank. And that's what they call it. My friend Blank uh, had a transition period where they still spend time. It's like an exit ramp. You don't just you don't just you don't just jump onto Highway 100. There's an exit ramp to slowly get you on. Back in my day, I don't mean to sound like the old man, but all four of us on the show, we were like, we we're like, girl, when we broke up, 
Like I said, Elizabeth, I broke up with a guy in a hotel lobby, yes. got in the elevator, and met Alexis three floors up to celebrate. I mean, let's just be clear. Oh, my and you were deleting from all social media oh, on the in, way up in the elevator. You. Deleting Elizabeth, true story. Like, so broke good. up. In the lobby, <laughs> bye, got in the elevator. The three-floor journey, I had already deleted him from all social media. Door opened, Lex stood there, we drank. I mean, it was, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I don't yep. know which one is healthier. I mean, your way sounds slightly unhealthy, too. <laughs> so I'm just not quite sure. Worked for me. <laughs> Maybe these millennials are on to something. I don't know. Well, Ben Affleck is definitely not a millennial. Um, he's like 50 years old, but that's what they're doing. They're still talking. I don't know, you guys. That's very oh. funny. But, um, but let me ask you, though, Elizabeth, ask, yes. because, again, there's nothing going on in Hollywood. Let me ask. Let me drill down, because we all we all jokingly, and we, we said what we do. What would I'm fascinated by you. <laughs> with this, um, well, I'm generally fascinated with you, but um, w- would you request a transition period? No, no, but I have done the like talking to someone for too long because some of it is like when you're in a mm. long relationship and you're used to talking to that person several times a day. Yeah. And then it just cuts off. It it's a it's difficult. So I think a shorter relationship, it's much easier to just be like, peace out. But a longer relationship, I think people drag on and, and talk too long. And then they end up getting back together. It's like That's like really a first love problem. Yeah, This shouldn't well, be a problem uh, with these two. The first love always drags on too long. Unless you marry that person, in which case it drags on forever. But, you know, that's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's your first love and you don't end up with that person, I want you to think back to your yes. relationship. Yes. Except for Alexis, because Angel was your first love. Angel? Yes. Okay, yep. so see, it's dragging on forever, Alexis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but if, it, if you broke up with that person, you can think back to when it was like, oh, man, we should yeah. have broken up like a year before we did. Yeah. Yes. Because people get and, so attached to the first love. And let me say, too, because I've brought this person up, even though I don't name the person, I, I will, let me update you. The transition period was swift and has been over for a little while now. We are, it, it didn't last very long. Yeah. Well, so, and it yeah. was necessary with all the details that came out. Oh, gosh, yeah. you guys. This is yeah. such a good story, and I'm feeling like I want to know more. Uh-huh. And I'm, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. All right. Transition periods. Right. We can do it. Um, Dak yeah. Shepard did something kind of fun. He um, told his daughters not to reveal that his that their mom, Kristen Bell, voiced Anna in Frozen. Oh, and here's why. Smart. Because he just didn't want it to be a bummer for the other kids. So he was talking about this on his podcast. And they were talking about the concept of trying to keep their family grounded. They have two little girls together, seven and six. And how to keep them grounded even though they have super famous parents. And I don't think you can get more famous in the seven and six year old realm than Anna and Elsa, right? I mean, yes. This my children talk about Anna and Elsa every single day, and every <laughs> <So> day. <laughs> Franklin just this morning said, "Mama, can I watch Olaf when he says, did you know that turtles? What do turtles do? Breathe out of their butt. That's what they do. That's what oh, Olaf says oh, in Frozen.' Oh. <laughs> my three year old son thinks that's like the greatest thing ever." <laughs> 
Um, can I tell you, Elizabeth? Yes. I may I take your children, um, not permanently, but may I for a brief period for sure. Yeah. May can Aunt Jason uh, take your children (laughs) to Epcot Center? Uh, Dawn is smiling right now because um, there's nothing better for adults and children than for the adults to be a little liquored up uh, and for the kids to be obviously sober and to be on the frozen ever after ride. Because I'm not kidding, Elizabeth, your children would pass out like those uh, those goats, the fainting goats, because the thing, the animatronics look so real that your children think that Anna and Elsa are right in front no, of them. Really? It's crazy because it's like a structure that they have. It's like um but but they've projected three D onto the structure so it looks like a living cartoon in front of you. It's oh really gosh. freaky technology and you just we got stuck in it too. Yeah, we did. What did uh, it shut down or did you have too much to drink? We just kept uh, going backwards and forwards. That's forward. a private story, Elizabeth. That's a private story that I only told Alexis. That's it. That's a private story, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on Twin, on Twin Cities Live. We're going to take a break. We'll be back uh, right after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor. From like the 70s or 80s. Whoops, stand by here. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm usually more polished than this. Let's do that again. <laughs> there have been many great cliffhangers in entertainment history. Who shot JR? Who killed Laura Palmer? And will Ross and Rachel end up together? We were on the break! But nothing compares to the biggest cliffhanger of all. Did Lori and Julia meet Knox Landing star Donna Mills at the Polo Lounge in Los Angeles? Just got back from the Beverly Hills Hotel. Donna Mills was enchanted with Lori and I. Or did they meet a random woman in Beverly Hills who was too kind to tell these Minnesota goobers that she wasn't Donna Mills? She wasn't even Haley Mills from The Parent Trap. It's just so funny because we were there. I was there. But was Donna Mills there? I'm not coming between you two, am I? It's Lori and Julia against the entire My Talk air staff, except for Don McClain. You've seen the evidence <laughs> on social media. Mary, S2479 on Twitter. Um, no, that's not Donna Mills. Donna Mills Gate, 2018. <laughs> Did Lori and Julia actually meet Donna Mills or not? We know what we saw, we have eyes. You really are a glutton for losing causes, aren't you? Stay tuned to My Talk 1071 for late-breaking developments. Hashtag Donna Mills Gate. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. It's hard to believe that was at uh, many years ago. <laughs> We're approaching, actually, the uh, four-year anniversary of Donna Millsgate. What? Uh, four years? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, 2018. Wow. 2018 Donna Millsgate happened. Oh, gosh, that was funny. I just, uh. I, I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that Saturday morning when I woke up. And got that text message from Julia, who was in Hollywood. And she goes, oh, my goodness. The text was, oh, my goodness, Jason, you're going to be jealous. Guess who we met last night? And she sent me this picture of this weird-ass woman. And I'm like, who? And she was, that's Donna Mills. And I was like, no, no. no. that is not Abby Fairgate Ewing Sumner. I'm sorry. That is not Abby. Um and thus it began. Thus it began. So anyway, welcome oh, back. So funny. That was so oh. I, I so much fun with that. Oh, oh goodness, did we have fun with that? Well, and, then, and Donna Mills. 
actually Confirmed. calling in. Yeah. It wasn't her. It wasn't her. It wasn't me. Oh, no, I'm sorry, but I didn't meet you there. I didn't meet you. They were so. And then Lori, I ha- we have eyes. How do we know? I- we have eyes. <laughs> oh, that was great. So much fun. Ooh. Eight uh, eight thirty six. Everybody. Okay, a couple TV shows to tell you about. Dawn, um, uh, you watched something on Nat Geo. What'd you mm, watch? Oh my gosh! Now this show is from two thousand thirteen. I found out. Uh, it's called Life Below Zero. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, my God. This <laughs> oh, I knew yeah. Kenny would know this. This is extreme people that live above the Arctic Circle in Alaska, yeah. like yeah. way what? out in the middle of nowhere. And it is so fascinating. You know, they have to get, they have to kill caribou and ah! just to survive. The, and the most fascinating one to me is a woman named Sue. Yes. And she is, yes. I read up about this woman. So she runs this fueling station. It's the, uh, by herself up. I mean, it's 200 miles above the Arctic Circle. Oh my And goodness. she, as a kid, was abandoned by her mother in Alaska when she was 12 years old. What? She's been living it, like that since 12? She, she, and she said that it wasn't like social services came. Some old timer gave her a a shotgun and said, "Well, good luck." Uh, I mean, it's incredible. I have a clip of her talking what? about uh, oh, caribou that are on it. the horizon and what she does for a living. Got a bunch of caribou, and I've got a big ass bear coming in. <laughs> I got a bear over here, and I got caribou over here. He's actually quartering north, so I'm sure he's trying to get around without giving a scent trail up. He's damn close to camp, so um, that's not safe to me. My name is Susan Akins. I am the sole resident and owner of Kavik River Camp. It's an old oil camp 200 miles above the Arctic Circle. I'm the only refueling station, and I do it on my own. But she is the biggest badass ever. I mean... I love her. Oh, God. <laughs> She's just amazing. And, and you know, they're all amazing in their own way. So one of them's kind of irritating, I'll be honest. But um, it's just really fascinating. You can watch full episodes on YouTube, actually. National Geographic has um, episodes up that you can watch in their entirety if you don't have Nat Geo at home. This is a program I recently started watching, and uh, I, I was urged to watch it and didn't want to start because there's always... Oh, needless drama in all of these shows about people that are, you know, living in in the Mm -hmm. outback or out in it. And I was addicted to this show within seconds. Me too. I watched like three hours last night. Oh, my goodness. It's it's because of Susan. And I could do away with the other, I think the ones I've been watching, there's three different scenarios going. Uh, And Susan's is the only one that's just truly fascinating. And when you say badass, you're not being strong worded. I, I have never seen or met a bigger badass than Sue Atkins. She is unbelievable. She's so cool. She makes mistakes, but she, I mean, she got this, oh my gosh, this huge, what is it, like a front loader? I don't know if you saw that episode. front end loader. A front end loader, big machine to drive um, to her camp, which is like 80 miles away from this town. And she got stuck in like 20 feet of snow and had to be pulled out. And she's like, the worst thing that happens is if... 
you know, you got to be pulled out by the boys. Yep. <laughs> she's like, yep. oh, the girl needs to have the boys come and rescue her. I mean, she's just, she's like, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, but she's right, though, because if it would have been a boy that got it stuck, mm-hmm. it would just would have been other guys pulling him out, and they're like, oh, gee whiz, sorry. Oh, we got to go rescue Sue. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but... but- but the fact that she said with such ease that the beginning of your clip that you rolled, she talked about caribou coming toward her like I would talk about producer Jeff walking toward me. <laughs> you know, she said it with no, oh, there's some caribou and I got the, what? Well, she eats yeah. it. I mean, she lives off of it. All these people do. So she'll go out and shoot a caribou and dress it out there and and you know, I mean, make a rug like. Wow. She's just amazing. It's just, it's really fascinating. It's called Life Below Zero. I think they're playing Life a lot of them. Below on, Zero. Mm-hmm. You can watch them on YouTube. Wow. Uh, well, right. Nat, Nat Geo, correct me if I'm wrong, that's National Geographic as part of the Disney family. Is that available on Disney oh, Plus? You know what? It might be. Let me, I'm looking right now. I'm already, I'm already on it. Life, what's it called, Don? Life Below Zero. Below Zero. Life. And the secret to watching it, Jason, is you're going to have to turn Don, the heat up. You'll have to turn the heat up uh, in your house because just watching it makes you really cold. Oh, yeah. They're like, it's negative 50 out here today, and they're fishing with just like a stick down in an ice hole. And you're like, and they just jig it back and forth. They don't even use a Uh, real rod. There's 14 seasons? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There are. Oh, my goodness. Where's Sue at? What season is Sue in? Oh, I think she's in quite. Let's see. What season is this? I am not sure. This was posted on January third, twenty twenty one. So okay. it, by Nat Geo on YouTube. So uh, let me see. Let me look at season fourteen to see see if it says anything about Sue. Um, let me scratch. Uh, blah blah blah. I'm not seeing Sue, but um, anyway. Wow. But yeah, it's available. All the seasons, ladies and gentlemen, are oh, available. Cool. So I don't have on, to watch commercials. No, are available on Disney Plus. You must click on. Um, the National Geographic portion of Disney Plus. I love the interface. Wow. Every streaming service should be like Disney Plus. I'm just saying oh, their interface is so. amazing. Mm-hmm. So agreed. Okay, I'm gonna why Lex. Yeah. Well, when she said big ass bear, she got me. <laughs> she. I mean, she chases Lex. away wolves. She's like yelling at wolverines out there, like get out of here. And you're like, what? <laughs> okay, I'm watching this. I'm watching this tonight. Life Below Zero on Disney+. Plus. Uh, when we come back, a trend, or I'm sorry, a rule Alexis didn't know was a rule. You, you follow me here? There's a rule. A style rule. That Alexis didn't realize was a rule. What was it? What is it? We'll tell you when we come back. And now, a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson. Pizzas, I think, you know, you, you might as well keep your mouth shut. I'm not sure I would serve pizzas for a gay wedding. This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson. I don't know. We like pizza. That's for me, though. I don't want to speak for headquarters or anything, but... I don't know. I wonder what his suggestion would be, though. I don't know. We had pizza and and chicken rings, chicken fingers at our uh, wedding and our late night food bar. Still the best money, That's I think. That's what wants. Yeah, you dance all best. night. Oh, you drink I'm it? telling you. If I, may, if I may quickly give some advice to all of you brides and bridettes out there and grooms, um, that's where you spend your money. Let me let me just tell you, because that's guest satisfaction. We had the chance to put beef on the menu, and, and beef is expensive. And we're like, no, they can eat chicken. So we said, uh, <laughs> give, give them the chipper chicken. 
and then we did a vegetarian option. And we put that money toward a late night food bar for people that came in late or us that were hungry again. Oh, my goodness. That was the best. I mean, obviously, uh, it's uh, been uh, seven years and I'm still talking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, a uh, little suggestion. Do a late night food bar. That's a good one. We bar. did pizzas, too. Yes, Everyone you did. I, re- it. Uh, oh, I, yeah. remember, I remember mm-hmm. that pizza well, Lex. I, I might have taken some up to my hotel room. But anyway, <laughs> um, coming up on 850, there is a fashion trend that Alexis didn't, or I'm sorry, fashion rule that Alexis didn't know was an actual rule. What is this? Yeah, okay, so Kate Middleton, Prince William, they sent a message out to the hospital staff at a hospital in Scotland to celebrate Robert Burns on Burns Day. He's a poet there and celebrated across the country. So they sent this message out. And instead of really focusing on what she said, I guess she made a fashion faux pas. She had a red tartan plaid dress on. And I guess in Scotland, you do not wear that only unless it's around the holiday in December. Hmm. Really? Outside of that, it's like wearing white after Labor Day. Oh. Is it just red in particular, I wonder, or if it's... It's this particular uh-huh. tartan plaid. Okay, gotcha. The red. Yep. Yes, because there's so many different ones. Mm-hmm. So, so you are only allowed to wear tartan plaid around the holidays. Yes, in the month of December. And then after that, it's like, ooh, what is she doing? But then I also think... Style rules are made to be broken. She looks fantastic. It's fun. It's still wintry. Come on. Fashion rules are stupid. I mean, you know what I mean? It's after Labor Day. Who says? Who says that? I mean, but who who told us? What what style uh, high priestess told us that we couldn't wear white after Labor Day? And what's the rationale? That's a good question. I'm serious. What's the rationale? Why? Labor Day white. Why? Why can't you wear white after Labor Day? Bite me. I'm going to. I'm wearing. I'm going to wear white today. An entire yeah. white suit. Do you know the fashion rule that, that drives? So good. Uh, 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 the fashion rule that when we had an audience, a studio audience. Well, I, we just haven't received this email in a while. I drive people crazy on the talk show when I wear my dark brown shoes with my gray suit. If you want to see bored people up in arms oh, about something ridiculous, really? yeah. they um, want you to wear black shoes. Uh, no, yes. And I have spoken to more, not that they're the high priestess either, but I have spoken to more than one fashion person. And they agree with me. If I am wearing that gray suit with like a black tie, you know what I mean? Or a um, a shirt with black accents or Mm -hmm. a tie, then yes, you can. But if I'm wearing my my light gray suit with like a navy blue tie or a blue shirt, it is all right to wear brown, dark brown shoes with that uh, that gray suit. But I, I am not kidding. It causes, uh, there was one woman in particular that used to uh, email the show almost on the weekly. It just upsets people. Oh, it now just, you just and do I, it for her, don't you? Oh, now I do, you know me. I, <laughs> if you tell me, if you email me to not do something, I'm going to do it until the yeah. end of time. Um, I like hashtag. that combo of brown and gray. I do too. They can buy it me. I don't care. Uh, yeah. But that's a fashion rule. Uh, another Especially one. It's a warmer gray. Why yeah. not? Another fashion rule that I think is stupid that's outdated, don't pair blue with black. You can do that. You yes. can do that. And red and pink too. 
Oh, really? For what? Yes. You're not supposed to mix red and pink? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Just, yeah, it's the same thing. Well, and then they have the rules for women over 40. Um, I've read that, that uh, I think, Prevention or some magazine recently. I can't remember all of them, but <laughs> stupid fashion rules for women over 40. And you know how I feel about that. Don't you tell women over 40 how they should dress. Let women over 40 define how they should dress. Who the hell are you? And why is it over Amen. 40? They're saying exactly. you're old now, so you shouldn't wear young clothes. That's what the... Oh, I found it. Is to me. Mm. I mm. found it. One of them was keep your legs covered. What? Oh, hell no. Oh, wow. Dawn, I've seen you. Over 40? Hope you don't mind me saying this, but in Florida, I saw your legs. They're pretty. I mean, they had <laughs> beef jerky on them, but they were pretty. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way. <laughs> Lex, yeah. you know me. With you, you have beautiful legs. And you're 40. Oh, well, yeah. Let's all wear shorts. Kenny, what do you, as a man, as a dude... Women over Yesterday, 40 can show their legs? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yesterday, I uh, <laughs> removed my blue jeans only to discover that my left ass cheek had been hanging out all day long. It had no. a big rip. It had a big rip right next to my left uh, back pocket. Yeah. You didn't know. <laughs> you didn't feel the yeah. breeze? Or, do you I have some thick underwear no. on? Uh, yeah, how long John's on, I think. Long, long John's. John's. Oh, okay. Um, as for women, uh, there's no age. And I don't care if they're covered with varicose veins or not. You be you. Do whatever you want. I couldn't care less. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Nothing offends he me. Wants nothing. To feel that sunshine. Yeah. And then the same if, You know what? Wear the shorty shorts if you want. Couldn't care less. Yeah. Have fun. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, another stupid rule from this list don't go sleeveless for women over 40. Oh, That's no. I hate, I what hate am I supposed people. to be, wear? Something from the Regency era, part like, yeah. head to yeah. toe. Yeah, apparently, have, like, eighteen a layers on. From right. Little house on the prairie. Don loves a prairie. Dress. A bonnet. You need a bonnet. <laughs> no, yeah, cover up everything. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you there's things you. that I have never been able to wear because, like harem pants, my legs are already so short. You just don't wear them, but that wasn't... <laughs> at 12, I shouldn't have worn them, okay? We're ending our show with hair, and I don't know. We're just getting the show. I get it, Alexis. Thank you, John. I, get it too. I, I, I don't get wear high-waisted pants because they don't have a waist. See, there you go. That's not I don't wear skinny jeans. defining thing. You look good in skinny jeans, though, Jay Shewood. Yeah, but no. It's a trend that I Okay, go out there and be yourself. No one can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You do you. Whatever. Love you, bye.